On this episode of Locked On Lightning, the Lightning even things up, sending it back up to Toronto. While it was a big win at home at Amelie, it's still not all sunshine and rainbows. We'll talk about all that more. But first, let's play that music. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'd like to thank all of you by making this your first listen of the day for following us on YouTube. Thank you for making us your first watch of the day. Please go ahead and drop a like. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube as well as give us a follow as there as well. And also give us a follow on any of our audio platforms. Make sure you you give us a five-star rating as well with that. So on this episode of Locked On Lightning, the Lightning Win in spectacular fashion, a 7-3 win at home to even up the series, sending it back up to Toronto for Game 5. Now, as fantastic as this was a game, with the score, uh, with, with with seeing some of the big guys, and it, just a mixture of contributions from everybody on this team, there's still a lot here to unpack. Now... And you might say, Adam, come on, a win is a win is a win. But it's not because we're seeing a pattern now in this series. And that's what any playoff series, you you, you see patterns start to form, whether it be good ones, be bad ones. Now, as great as it is to see the Lightning bounce back from a win, uh, from a loss, excuse me, as they did in this game, now 16-0 and in the playoffs in the last three years, following a loss as great as that is let's not get into that mode because now obviously the 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 series can only the the earliest it could finish is game six which is fantastic at the same time you don't want to get into the 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 state of mind of let's trade wins and losses with toronto at this point really what you want to do is as 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 much as we have faith in this team, which I still do. There's There are things that the Lightning still need to clean up, and we'll talk about that. But just initial thoughts post-game, as, as great as it is to see this team succeed, and you're always going to hang your hat on the fact of not only are they undefeated at following a loss, and, and the fact that this team is very experienced, and, and that is something that will definitely be a deciding factor possibly in this series, if the Lightning just go ahead and just clean some things up. You want the Lightning to play like a veteran team. And I guess I'm kind of already getting into it. I wanted to save this for the second half of the show. But really, the troubling thing, as as great as this was a very good win for this team, looking at the stats, and, 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 and I know since day one, if you've been listening to this show, I, I always say, looking at a box score, it could tell you a lot, but it doesn't tell the whole story. But having said that, in this certain situation, and, and even if you watch the game, the numbers don't lie. The, throughout this entire playoffs thus far, and, it, and, and I spoke about this probably since February, probably even be before, maybe end of December, early January. We have seen a very 
concerning trend with this team. And that is consistency. And, and that is going out and, and playing like a champion and playing like a playing a full 60 minutes. We have not seen that consistently this year. We have not seen it at all this series. You look at the two games the Tampa Bay Lightning have won in this series, both by big margins, both by capitalizing on chances early on and and doing what I spoke about in the last episode, and that is win. Not try and go out there and win periods. Go out there and try and win periods five minutes at a time. Win the first five minutes here. We saw that in this game. Win the first five minutes. Steven Stamkos, a minute in, scores a goal, gives Tampa a one nothing lead. Five minutes, a little bit over four, let's say four minutes and 20 seconds later, Tampa once again scores again. Pierre-Edouard Belmar, a little over two minutes later, a little under two minutes later, let's say Pat Maroon puts one back in, makes it three nothing. Every Thus far, everything looks fantastic. Second period, three minutes in, Ross Colton scores a goal, four nothing. Corey Perry, power play goal, 525 into the second period, 5 nothing. Everything's great. We should think maybe all right. Toronto will probably get a cheap one at some point here. This this team is really too too playing too good right now. And the Lightning are still a little shaky right now, still trying to get things um the way they want them in the flow of their game. Willem Willem Nylander scores a power play goal. Two minutes into the third, all right, not a problem. Not gonna, let, let's let's not get crazy. Twelve oh one, William Nylander scores another goal, which was a little bit of a flimsy one. Um, I, I believe, yeah, I believe this was the one where it just trickled past Vasilevsky. All right, not a problem. Five two, Andre Palat scores unassisted, make it six two. Jake Muzzin scores 6-3, 15-41 left in the game. Now we start to kind of get a little uncomfortable. We saw this in game two. Lightning, like I said, start to, you know, start the game spectacular. And then you kind of see towards the beginning, the, the little bit rumblings of the end of the second period, beginnings of the third, possibly into the mid-third period. See Toronto starting to gain, gain momentum, start to play small. You know, it, what I like to equivalent, if you, equivalent to uh, to to baseball, uh, small ball. I, I think about that with hockey, small small puck hockey, if you want to call it that. And what I mean by that is they just they're just doing the little things right. They're just doing the little things right. They're 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 attacking in levels. They're just inching their way up the ice. Just pressuring the lightning here and there, uh, just start to gain momentum, start to build momentum for themselves in the offensive tack, uh, start to start to shoot more shots. We saw that. Start to win faceoffs, uh, start to become more physical, start to clog up the shooting lanes for the lightning, and, and you just see progressively, very subtly, Toronto starts to get it together, and then Ross Colton puts it back in the net. Uh, his his second of the game, uh, make it seven three. But like I said, very con- a little bit of a concern because we saw this in the last game. Uh, Tampa, like I said, got off to a great start in that game as well. 
um, in, in game two, excuse me. And you start to see Toronto starting to get back into it. And, and it's one of those things where you almost have to question. And I'm not not trying to play spoiler or, or be negative, but really that that is not a recipe for long-term success. Now, whether or not Lightning the Lightning do get past the first round has yet to be seen, obviously. They still have a couple more games before that could even be decided, before we could even have that conversation. But the problem is, is that if you – now, you might get away with that in this series, but whomever you run into in the next round, whoever it's going to be, they're going to be on a roll. And you have to be ready. And, and a team, regardless of who it is – um, that's not the kind of recipe for winning hockey if you're trying to get back to the Eastern Conference Finals. And then, of course, the main goal here is win their third Stanley Cup in a row. That's not something that we have seen out of those last two Cup runs teams. Those were very disciplined teams. Those were teams that took advantage. Now, obviously, there's a lot of things that need to come into play. Obviously, we've spoken about this during the season that, you know, as talented as those last two teams were, there's a lot of luck that goes in with that. But if you look at the numbers, and I'll talk about more about this after the break, but if you look at the numbers, some of them are very concerning, and it doesn't really come down to luck. It just comes down to discipline. So we'll talk about that right after the break and, and after we talk about our first sponsor. But first, let's talk about our first sponsor, and that is Built Bar. Now, summer is coming, and with the summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags in your kids' backpacks. Make sure everyone has a bar so you are fueled for your summer adventures. Built Bar makes sure that there is something for everyone with all the flavors that they have. Uh, most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually goes around for 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So go to Built.com to get all your favorites, banana cream pie, rat raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. Check them out at Built.com. So go to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 50% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15, 50% off at Built.com. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you're staying right here. And if you're listening to us on an audio platform, you're coming back right now from the break. So once again, go ahead and follow the show on our social media pages, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. Uh, tweet to me during the game. Tweet to me questions at any time, uh, and I'll get back to you and answer them either on Twitter or here on the show. And go and once uh, and more importantly than ever, go ahead and give us a follow, like, and subscribe. Uh, to the pod on YouTube, we you can now watch me uh, talk about hockey now. So uh, you could you could you know give me a thumbs up, comment on something I said, um, make fun of what I'm wearing, uh, whatever you want to do. So uh, talking about the game again, going into some of the things now, I, like I stated, and I'm not going to go into overkill with this. Uh, it, it, unless you did not watch these games, or you were just very much trying to overlook the fact that there are still some things that the lighting need to clean up. Um, I, the best thing that the lightning have done that I could say in the two, two games that they have won in the series is that they have jumped out to big leads because we have, as, as we have seen and what I alluded to uh, a couple of episodes ago after they won game two, as well as uh, early just now uh, they run out of gas at some point. 
uh, during these games. Different times, usually in the third period, uh, allow the, the the Maple Leafs to get into it. But uh, unfortunately for them, at least, and fortunately for the Lightning, it almost it, they don't have enough time to just overcome that big of a deficit, especially when it's a three-four goal deficit, such as the one we saw in this game. And at the same time, I would rather. And I'm not accusing anyone of anything because the last thing you want to see, and I'm not going to say it just because I'm not going to accuse anybody because, A, I think that's just bad karma, and B, I firmly believe that is not the case. But it almost seems as though, and some people might say this, that the Lightning are either taking their foot off the pedal or they, they're just running out of gas in terms of just fatigue. And, and honestly, I'm more inclined to believe the second one, the latter, just because this team has played a ton of games over the last two years, uh, yeah, we've brought they've brought in new additions, new players. Uh, one of those players was was Corey Perry, who, if you don't remember, has played just as many games as some of the veterans, the core players on this team have over the last two years. Because if you don't remember or just not aware, Corey Perry has been on both those Stanley Cup opponents he was on dallas in the bubble and he was on montreal last year so you know even more of a of a testament to how good of a player he is he scored in this one tonight he is uh probably other than in my opinion pierre edouard belmar uh one of the best signings julian breeze boss had in the offseason so uh you know it was it was a no-brainer uh obviously he when we spoke to him in the pre uh right a couple of weeks after i believe uh it was or a week or so after he was signed uh, agreed to terms of the lightning. We had him on the show. If you want to go ahead and listen to that episode, uh, we spoke to him and pretty much it was a no brainer. This was something that was kind of in the workings uh, for maybe a year or so. As, as we all know, he played with Maroon out in Anaheim and is pretty close with Steven Stamkos and, and a couple of other players on this team as well. Um, but really the things that are, and, and so just going back to some of the things that really need to be cleaned up because I, 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 I tweeted about it here and there, um, and obviously, it's. I feel like at this point, I'm I'm beating a dead horse. Uh, the power plays, one for eight. Now, yes, as great as it was, and and not to crap all over this seven three win, and, and not to get selfish with the plethora of goals that were scored in this game on the Tampa side. But going one for eight, I don't care who you're playing against. It could be. It, it, it could be the Pittsburgh Penguins, it could be the Carolina Hurricanes, who have one of the best PKs in the league. It could be the 1940s Detroit Red Wings. I don't care who you're playing against. Going one for eight, especially when you have the cast of players that you have going out there on the power play for Tampa, it's unacceptable. It really, it really is unacceptable to have that poor of a performance. Uh, it's been no secret all season long as to how really underachieving I believe this team has been on special teams. Uh, you know, some might say, well, the, 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 the percentage doesn't exactly match what you're talking about, Adam. But, but yes, I, I agree. If, if we look, I believe the Lightning finished the league in power play percentage. I don't have it in front of me, obviously, but go ahead and comment below if I'm wrong. I'm, but I'm probably, probably not in the ballpark, but I'd probably say about, they close they they close out the season about closer to twenty four percent on the season, which is not bad. 
I, that would probably off the top of my head put them in the middle of the pack, if not towards the top of the towards the top of the pack, probably the top ten. Um, that's that's all fine and Danny. That's fantastic. That's great. But at the same time, I feel like that's a little bit of an inflated number, given how long we have seen this team go through stretches of just not being able to do anything with a man advantage. And because we have seen them also go through stretches where they they score two, three times in a game. So those numbers are a little pumped up there. And that's the reason why. So. But in a playoff series, in a playoff game, you know, I, I firmly believe this was a game where it, it wasn't just about what you saw on the scoreboard and the stat sheet. This was a game, and I firmly believe this is rooted in the power play. This was a game that had tons of potential. Now, we're talking about the starting goaltender for Toronto, who has already been a huge question of Mark all season long, gets pulled after giving up five goals. And then you have their backup come in. You score a couple of goals on him as well. Now, having said that, you had eight power plays. You not only had a chance to pile on, you had a chance to demoralize this team. Now, these guys are professionals. They may not come out and say that. Have But at the same time, I think if the Lightning drop double digits on here on 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 Toronto tonight, I think you're looking at a team that is possibly having flashbacks to last season. Now, obviously, the if they were to lose this series and Tampa was going to move on, it wouldn't be as monumental of a of a of a collapse for Toronto. It would still be a huge, huge uh, issue. For the Maple Leafs, given this would be their seventh consecutive year failing to a, to to advance past the first round, and now people will probably say, "Well, we don't blame you. You're playing the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion." But there are other people that are going to say, "Well, you were up two-one in the in the series," and what it boils down to is that this team is mentally soft because, well, look what happened. They scored ten goals on them. 10 plus goals, and then it completely fell apart from there. See, this is the part in the playoffs here, in, in the playoffs, and we've seen this over the last couple of years, whether or not it's been huge scoring outputs. There have still been little moments that we have seen from this Lightning team that have mentally have put them ahead of the other team. Whether it is whether you could you you want to put their their veteran leadership and and their experience and, and put that in that equation. I firmly believe there are little moments throughout the entire playoffs, and we could all agree on this, not only as just people who follow this team on a daily basis, but people that watch the game of hockey. This is the kind of team in which, or situation, excuse me, where you go out there, you stick your foot on the other team's neck, and, and, you, and you, you squish them like a, like a bug. That, that is something, especially if you drop 10 goals and, and you just keep going and going and going and going. This, tonight could have been the possible game where we could have looked back at the Lightning move on and say, that was when they showed them, you're not even in our weight class. The first the first two wins in this series were a courtesy. So we could show you what we really are. And unfortunately, if, if the Lightning do fail to advance past this series, uh, we might look back, back at this game and think, 
the Lightning had their chance to not only beat the crap out of the Leafs, but demoralize them as well. So we'll we'll wrap things up and talk about our last sponsor of the day and take a break for all of you who are listening on the audio and that in just a bit. So we're going to be talking about our last sponsor of the day, and that is BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, hockey playoffs, Major League Baseball. Uh, BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. So once again, you know the drill. If you're watching us on YouTube, you're staying right here. And if you're listening to us on an audio platform, go ahead and you are back. We're back now. So, um, yeah, well, like I said, I am recording this not too long after the conclusion of Game 4 at Amelie in which the Tampa Bay Lightning won 7-3. to Like I stated, I think we are at the point in the series where it, it's not just as much technical discipline and, and, and physical discipline and emotional discipline. It's This is where we see the teams who are for real, the teams that are 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 the real winners down the line. I obviously, you know, as it gets further down in the playoffs, we'll see teams really who have the mental fortitude to really advance. But like I said, I I really think what it came down to in this game was this was a huge moment for Tampa to really make a statement. Like I stated before the break, I think really this was a moment for them that they, if they do fail to advance, uh, a moment or even even if, regardless if they fail if they advance or not, I think this is a moment that we'll look back on and think, oh, you know that that could have been the moment if, if this game if this series goes seven, where Tampa could have you know really really uh, put a beating on the Maple Leafs because yes, it's a seven three win for. Uh, four point uh, win, four goal win for the Lightning. But like I stated early on, really, it's really not as big of a win as you would think. It it, it just felt too close. It felt like if you know, I don't want to play the if game here, but you know, if I I think honestly, if 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 maybe toronto starts this this little bit of a comeback maybe at the later stages of the second period i think this would have been a goal i think this would have been a one goal win for tampa um you know i'm not even looking at really the uh that empty netter at the end of the game um not the empty netter but uh just kind of once colton scored that goal towards the end of the game it was just you know you kind of just figure that they the, the Maple Leafs had nothing left really they were just you know they they had nothing left to give they were kind of out of it at that point mentally um but like I said I think if we would have saw you know Toronto start things off a little bit sooner in the second period we might be sitting here tonight talking about a little bit too close of a call and really what it comes down to is that the Lightning really need to play a full 60 minutes we've not seen that at all during this series uh, and we have not really seen it at all during the se- regular season. We probably saw it maybe instances once or twice here or there where Tampa has really come out and 
And, you know, it's not so much about thorough domination. It's about coming out, playing your brand of hockey, playing the hockey that you know is going to win you games. And that's not necessarily the run and gun hockey, breakout hockey that we have seen this team win uh, their first cup on. I'm talking about the hockey where this this team, and, and that's really what it comes down to. And I've spoken about this with fans. I've spoken about this with people who are not familiar with the Tampa Bay Lightning, who but are big hockey fans. Um, the, the good thing about this team is that they are so dynamic that their game has evolved without whether they intend it to or not, has evolved from a run and gun style team, out skating teams in the NHL to a team who all they have to do is have good zone entry play, set up the sequence, and then you have two of the best forwards in the league. And Steven Stamkos on one side, and then Nikita Kucherov on the other side, along the boards, uh, playing for you. And then you have one of the best puck facilitators out of, I believe, other than not named Cal McCarr in Victor Hedman uh, out there at the blue line quarterbacking your offense. If you just let those guys go out there and earn the millions, do do what they do, what earns them the millions of dollars that they earn. And you have because the other lines are playing fantastic. I think I think the fine wine line. I know I I hate using, I hate using uh, nicknames for lines, but I, I saw this T-shirt earlier today, so I'm gonna call them that fourth line with Perry Belmar and 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 Maroon and playing fantastic. Um, you go out there and and you just let the rest of the team play, and you play disciplined hockey. You play well in the neutral zone, um, and you do that for a full sixty minutes. Uh, you could go out there and win four two. There's no, you know, as fun as it is to see the Lightning score seven goals, it's not sustainable, and that shouldn't be the make or break between winning games and losing games. You know, it, as fun as it is to see high scoring games on a nightly basis, team scoring five plus goals, um, that's not that's not sustainable. That's not something that I, I would almost be shocked if, in every game in this series if this goes seven that we see this this score tally keep going up as the way it is. Uh, it's just not sustainable for either team, regardless of how good they are. And, and really what it's going to come down to, and like I spoke about it, um, as to the reason why the Maple Leafs won, uh, won really the third period, if you really want to put it that way, is because they started to do the little things. They started to play small, small ball hockey. And that's what the Lightning are – Almost, it seems like they shy away from. They go out there, they get so in love with the physical aspect of the game, with the run and gun, where they they almost forget that. Oh, by the way, we could do all this other stuff, and we have proven that we could do it time and time again, and and not only win and and tear off a couple of wins while doing it, but we could dominate teams this way. And you saw that early on and, and and really, you know, that's why, especially in the last game that they won, Tampa didn't win the game from the faceoff circle, which was fine. But when they capitalize on all the opportunities and do the little things right, the big things will come along. And we've seen that. We've seen this team win games like that consistently all year. And that's really one of the few things we could say that this team has consistently done well throughout this entire, entire year is when they rely, when they do the little things right, I would think probably 90 for, 90, 95% of the time this team ends up winning games. Um, so 
you know, we'll come out with an episode uh, tomorrow, which was Monday. Uh, we'll talk about some of the things, some more of the things from this game, as well as some of the things that the lighting need to do in game five up in Toronto. I, I you know, to be honest, I, I, I think really we're going to start seeing some real playoff hockey uh, in game five. I, I really think that at this point in time, like I said, um, this high level of scoring is just unsustainable for both teams. I, I, I think that really we'll see a low scoring game. We'll see. Um, you know, I, I think that really at the same time, if you look at some of the players that have really not got going in this series, Braden point, one of them who we haven't really, we've seen very, we've seen flashes, very brief flashes of Braden point playoff Braden point in this, in this series, as well as Anthony Sorelli. I, I feel like he's due for one anytime now. Um, we see him break out. We see him score a goal, or because he's he's knocking on the door. I've I've spoken about it with, with with uh, with Ross Colton all season long when he was going through his stretches of scoreless streaks, or or just streaks when you knew he was due for a goal. I I could see the same thing in Anthony Sorelli. So you get those two guys going. We saw a lot of physical play from Brandon Hagel at the end of the game today. Love to see it. Uh, Andre Palat scored another goal tonight. So you know you're starting to see guys start to get the feel of things. And I think that as long as they could do that, they could go out and play their game, the game that we know has won them two cups and, and has, has really done wonders for this team at certain points of the season. If we could see them do the little things, like I said, the big things will come. The guy, the names that we are familiar with succeeding in the playoffs will come out, score, and chip in at the box score. And, of course, we will always be there. Uh, as the, the news comes out and the topics come up, uh, we'll be talking about it. So go ahead. Once again, like and subscribe to the pod. Give us a follow on social media as well as on YouTube. And we'll be back tomorrow to talk about uh, game five, what we need to do, what the Lightning did well in this game, more of that uh, and some of the comments coming from the players post game. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.